Hi there, it's Nikki. I wanted to take a quick minute to make sure you knew about our free on-demand copywriting training. Whether you're brand new to copywriting or you just can't seem to hit your income goals, this training is for you. You'll learn the three secrets to landing freelance copywriting work without wasting time on frustrating job bidding sites like Upwork and Fiverr or cold calling strangers. And if you've listened to any of the student stories on this podcast, this is the exact same training they all got started with. I'm talking about Kate Kay, who's making six figures working part-time and who just retired her husband to help her run the business. Stuart, who replaced his full-time salary with freelance copywriting work, and then some. Stacy, who hit six figures in six months, her very first year as a full-time freelancer. Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Are you ready to learn the keys to copywriting success? My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 20 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. My co-host Kate Sitars and I, along with the rest of the Filthy Rich Writer team, are sharing everything we've learned in our decades in the industry so that you can start and scale a successful copywriting business of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Build Your Copywriting Business Podcast. Hello, friends. Hello, hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Um, as always, I am joined by my fabulous co-host, Kate Sitars. Hello, Kate. Hello, hello. hello. Lots of hellos. Lots of hellos. So many hellos. Uh, and today we are very excited to be joined by a copywriter and star CCA student, Stefan Houthausa. Stefan, how are you? I'm very well and uh, very uh, kudos on the pronunciation of my name there as well. Um, no, you. I'm doing uh, doing very well and I'm really happy. Uh, to, to be here and uh, talking to you guys. We are so excited to have you here. And uh, as we were saying, you are the first uh, Dutch student to be on the podcast. So congratulations, gold star. Yeah, thanks a lot. I'm a proud, proud Dutchie and uh, proud to be here. <laughs> and we're thrilled to have you. Um, obviously, we, we, we have a lot uh, to talk about in this episode, um, but we might as well just go kind of all the way back to the beginning and talk about uh, talk about how you got started in copywriting. What what was the impetus for you? Oof. Um, well, if we go way back, um, um, I have a background in journalism, actually, and that's how I started off writing. So I do have a bit of writing experience there. Um, and then, yeah, life took a bit of a turn um, and I, I packed my bags and I became a chef. I uh, did that for many years as a pastry chef, actually. Um, and then, like, as we all know, obviously, the the, the pandemic the pandemic hit the, the industry very hard. Um, and then th that's when I kind of got started writing again. My boss at, the, at that time asked me to, um, to write some landing pages for him because they were struggling, obviously, to get people in the door. Um, uh, and asked me to do some social posts, some social, uh, some email campaigns as well. And I was like, yeah, why not? We have time now. I'm up for it. Um, and I kind of enjoyed that. And then I was like, hey, this is really cool. And I can actually make money out of this. So that kind of snowballed into 
um, yeah, me picking up more gigs. Um, and now I'm working um, uh, for an insurance company as their in-house copywriter. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, yeah took a bit of a bit of a detour there, but um, yeah, I'm here now. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I think the the interesting paths that we take all just help us be even better as in our copywriting fields because we have that different perspective, right? Yeah, true. I agree totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, as you were learning your learning copywriting, um, was there anything that you found you really loved about it? You really gravitated toward? Was there anything that you found um, especially challenging for some reason? Um, as in like, what kind of channels uh, to write for, or what, what do you mean by that? Really anything, you know, just kind of dig into your story. Well, no, I, I really, I really enjoyed the whole, the whole research part of, 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 of writing actually of copywriting. Uh, I've, I found that uh, with researching, I learned so much new, new stuff and knowledge, and I can implement that in this way. But what I love to do most, um, was email copy. Um, I think I naturally gravitate mostly towards like a bit of more short form, a bit more direct. Um, what I didn't really like doing, especially with my background also in journalism and, and more content as well, is, is more of long form. So um, I think that that is something that I'm, I'm, I'm working on as well. This is something um, that I need to get better at as well, I guess. Um, but I naturally gravitate more towards like email, short copy, ads, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that your background in journalism um, helped you in some ways? Do you feel like, or, or do you feel like it hindered you in some ways or, or, or a little bit of both? No, I think it did definitely help my my the the process uh, before you actually start writing. Um, obviously, as a journalist, there's a lot of a lot of stuff going into uh, writing an article before you actually start writing. So, um, yeah, I do think it was very beneficial to me to um, to have that background. Obviously, there is um, I, I'm doing everything in Dutch right now. Obviously, when I was following CCA, everything uh, was in English. Um, um, and obviously, yeah, the Dutch, the Dutch was always, uh, is my native language, obviously. So, um, yeah, the, the whole writing process, the whole writing part, um, I kind of had that under my belt as well, but obviously content and copy is a, is a different ball game. Um, but yeah, it's definitely beneficial for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm curious because you kind of got started during COVID-19. And I think, you know, a lot of folks in the CCA that kind of joined during that period probably experienced some similar things. But um, I know you mentioned, we have the benefit of knowing a bit more before we get on the podcast, folks. But I know you had mentioned in uh, before we chatted about, um, you know, being able to help people in the service industry during that time. So can you speak to a bit about that and, and just really diving into, because I think some people are very afraid to just go for it and don't realize how much they can help right out the gate. Well, yeah, like I, I, I was lucky that in a sense, I started, started writing um, uh, like for a restaurant in that way. And obviously that was my expertise back then as a chef. So I knew what I was writing about and yeah, it, it made like such a difference because obviously everybody had to, to change from, from full, full, um, full restaurants to, to take out. Um, so yeah, we, we kind of got it going by, by helping and setting up email campaigns with discounts and social posts. So yeah, it really made a difference, difference in 
um, in a sense that they didn't have to, well, shut down, I don't want to say, but they didn't have to, to close the doors in that sense, where a lot of restaurants that didn't really had a strategy or an idea behind it, um, yeah, some of them, they had to close down. I'm not saying, obviously, that because of uh, me, me and us making these emails, campaigns and social posts uh, saved lives but um, at least we had some people coming in the door um, which, which made life a bit more easy for, for, for the owners at that time obviously yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really great insight because uh, as copywriters sometimes we can get so focused on trying to get work trying to get that next client you know working with our clients and doing the writing that we forget what an impact our writing can have on these businesses certainly during yep. times when it is uh there when there is a massive upheaval like during a pandemic but even just on a on a daily basis uh the work that we do really helps businesses continue to run and grow and then of course whoever those businesses help we help by contributing to those businesses yeah yeah true yeah Mm-hmm. It's very rewarding in that sense as well to 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 see to see that the knock on effect indeed yeah mm-hmm. yeah as you have transitioned into copywriting um, and I know that you are working you had you landed a full time copywriting job so congratulations thank you is there anything that has been um, surprising? spending all of your time uh, writing copy as opposed to the the previous roles that you have, you feel certainly very different from being a pastry chef, I would imagine. Yeah, no, of course. Of course, it's like, uh, it's completely different. Um, if something actually changed or surprised me in that sense, um, that's a good question, actually. Um, to, be, to be fair... Like this is my first um, like full time copywriting job. What I've done before is more like project based stuff. Um, so what changed for me a lot is obviously like you have now the benefits of a, of a whole creative team. Um, where actually before um, my process was more like, hey, we need this and this by that date um, in this format, and you send it over, and then you get the feedback, and yeah, but well, you know it. Um, and 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 being in house with the whole creative team is is so much more rewarding for me at this point of my career, at this stage because yeah we can just fire at each other um, like and we all get better in that sense. Um, that also does has its has its cons obviously that um, um, that it has to go through so many so many layers of people before actually things get published. Um, so that's a bit, a bit, bit annoying from time to time. But um, I think at this stage of my career, um, like you know, the transition from being a pastry chef to a copywriter, I think I'm at, at the right spot at the right time. Um, so yeah, I have the ball in my hand, and I, I want to run with it as far as I can at this point. Let's say. I love that. I love it. I'm curious. Speaking of that, that in-house role was that your goal when you first started out or were you unsure, you know, you were taking project to project work. So yeah. Walk us through kind of that thought process. And, and yeah, well, it, it was never really my, my goal. It was a bit like, I was a bit unsure of what to do. Um, however, um, I had, I had months where obviously, uh, I had great months, but also I had, I had months where it was less good. Um, and at, at a certain point I was like, am I actually, 
learning as much as I want at this point. Mm -hmm. So it was like, maybe it makes sense for me to go in-house. Like I just said, to be with the creative team, with the creative director and other copywriters. Um, so I was kind of like, okay, maybe financially in this sense, um, um, it, it may be less attractive. Um, but I think um, at, at this point, I'm learning so much that it can actually only push myself forward for the time coming. Um, also, that said, like like my girlfriend and me were trying to to buy a house here in the Netherlands, and um, um, in order to 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 make a down payment to or, or to buy a house, you need certain certain documents. So I was also like, hey, for now, it's a good thing to do. So it was multiple things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. I mean, we always talk about how copywriting is so flexible depending on life stage, what's going on in life, what you need in the moment. So I think that's smart that you are taking it as such that you know that there's there's options and yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Um, and like, like it's, it's not that I want to stay uh, like in-house or on staff somewhere for the rest of my life. Like ideally, I would love to to, to go back to freelancing um so yeah i do have that goal still um on the horizon but um yeah let, let's see i'll take it day by day and um, yeah. we'll see what happens you don't mind sharing uh what what kinds of projects are you working on at at the your company are you working on is it still mostly like oh. short form and email and social or what what types of things are you are you doing no like no. like um like it's a lot at the moment to be honest like we're we're like a startup and we're just scaling at the moment mm -hmm. So there's also a bit of content management there. So um, yeah, I I do a lot of things at the moment. Like um, I'm also doing a bit of PR. Um, I'm not doing as much copywriting as I would like. Mm -hmm. um, but there's, yeah, I think it's like percentage wise, I think it's like 30% copy, 30% content. And then what do we have left? 40% of all kinds of bits and, and other stuff. Um, and the idea is, well, I'm not sure because I haven't been there that long, but the idea is to, to slowly, um, gradually start going towards like a marketing manager role. Ooh, exciting. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and I'm not really sure if that's per se the, the, hand, the route that I want to take though, but yeah. as of now, yeah, like I said before, I, I'm just taking it day by day and I'll take it and then we'll see what happens. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's but, it's, kind of, but it's all kinds of things. Yeah, it's all kind of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the the fun of working at a startup, right? Is that it's like, all right, yeah. somebody's got to do it. I'll do it. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. day by day basis. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's that is cool. what it is. That's very cool. Such a good place yeah. to learn so much. Yeah. Too. Even if you don't end up to your yeah. point, if you don't take that path, all right. At least I know and mm -hmm. I explore exactly. It. Great. Yeah, that's 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 exactly how I look at it as well. Um. And then, yeah, like I'm, I'm really happy that like I, I got the opportunity as well to to come on board. Um, so yeah, like I said, the ball in my hands, and I'll just run as far as I can. Let's say, and then we'll yeah. see where we end up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And what's the what's the creative team like? Is it are you the only writer, and then there's designer? What's what's the makeup of that that team? Yeah, we have we have two designers at the moment. We have uh, one uh, creative director that is like overseeing um, the three markets because we are in, in in the Netherlands, but we're also in France and Germany. So we uh -huh. have like dedicated teams there. Um, and I'm basically the yeah well, the lead. I don't want to say, but yeah, I'm I'm the 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 the, the lead writer. Let's say. Mm -hmm. um, 
and we're slowly building the team. So um, um, there's a few few people joining us from September. So um, yeah, we're, we're scaling uh, scaling really fast. Um, so yeah, that uh, we we have a team of I think 11 people right now, but we're looking to um, to uh, expand there. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, that's cool. That's so cool. That's a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's a bit hectic from time to time, but yeah. um, it's also it keeps it fun as well. Yeah. Especially because we're speaking about insurance. Yeah. So it's like, uh, it's not the most sexy topic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a challenge as well. That's cool. Well, and when you're yeah. newer to it, this is a this is a good time to be doing it in your career when you're still like, when co- even copy is still even relatively fresh. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. the energy yeah. for all of that. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Well, and, and selfishly, because I actually follow a decent number of pastry chefs on Instagram, are you at all thinking about if you go back to freelance copywriting, would you do any pastry, pastry chefery is not the right term, but would you? Nikki wants you to send her some pastries. pastries. That's yeah. what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. Yeah, I'll send them over. I don't know how they will taste after a few days. Though, but uh, yeah, I can totally. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ideally, I, w- I would love to to combine the two in a way, like to to be able to write about food in the sense that would be great. Um, because obviously now I'm writing for an insurance company, which is completely different and has um has a has an image that is is not the best as well. So there's a challenge. Um, but actually going back into chefing, if that was your question, um, no, I don't, I don't really see that happening. I do from time to time though, still, still do some, some catering stuff, but that's more for friends and, uh, and family, let's say, but not, uh, not in a professional setting anymore. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Making lucky friends and weekend. family though. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. More yeah. or less something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, now you joined, uh, joined the CCA in 2021 at some point in, in yeah. 2021. Um, and it's now 2023 and you have yes. a full-time on staff position writing copy. Uh, so clearly yeah. you are very much a success story. Um, what advice do you have to people who are maybe just getting started or maybe even just kind of considering getting started as a copywriter? Um, yeah, yeah, it sounds cliche, but just, just go for it and do it. I remember when I started the CCA, I was very, um, well eager to learn, but also really overwhelmed with like, Hey, where do I start? This is a lot. Um, I have no knowledge of, of these, these tactics, these, these formats and that kind of stuff. Um, but then I kind of broke it down to a to a yeah i kind of like made a menu for myself uh, to stay a bit in chef's terms um and, and kind of focus like hey let's do two weeks only this let's do two weeks only that let's get good at that quote unquote um and then keep it going and then these small wins they actually add up and then after months of consistent work then you're like hey actually i kind of know kind of getting the hang of this even though like when i started off like my first drafts they were absolute well i can't say the word i guess but they were not good um, you can say it in dutch maybe we'll say yeah no it's similar to that one so let's not do it um, yeah um but, but but once you you keep going and and, and yeah stay consistent um yeah it kind of you kind of you take quantum leaps though yeah 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, and really that everybody starts in the same place, right? Not knowing anything yeah, about it. True. I think the, the funny thing as adults is that, you know, you're a smart person, you know, you knew going into the program that you didn't know anything about copywriting or not a lot about copywriting, but there's still true. that when you get into it, you go, wait, I don't know this yet. And yeah, it can yeah, be, true. it can be a surprise. Yeah. 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 And it is quite, I can totally relate to the people that are, are posting in the, in the CCA group, like that it's super overwhelming, but they're super eager to learn. And I really recognize myself there as well. And mm-hmm. honestly, I never, never thought that um, also I would be chatting with you guys right now after listening to multiple episodes. So um, yeah, like um, it is possible, let's say. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you just gotta yeah keep pushing. And I, I was lucky in a sense that I really created a certain time frame for myself where I gave myself two, three months to go full on, like to go all in. Um, and obviously that's not feasible for, for everybody. I understand that, but I ha- I was lucky that I could create that, that time frame for myself and really dedicated to, to, to learning the craft, to follow all the, all the modules, all the steps. Um, and then after two or three months, yeah. Like it was a difference of night and day almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I really think your success is is a testament to to following the steps, seeing what's there and just, and yes, you're right. There is a lot in the CCA. We call it comprehensive for a reason, right? A lot you don't need to do right away, but, um, and maybe you'll never need to do, but um, I think it's, it's so important for everyone to understand that, that the way that you approached it was, okay, I'm just going to, I see this. I'm a little bit, a little bit uncomfortable. I'm just going to dig in. I'm going to, I'm going to take the steps. I'm just going to do the work, whether, whether I feel like it some days or whether I don't you, your commitment is, is very admirable. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And, and, and don't don't be afraid to ask for feedback is yeah. what I see as well. And what I had as well after my first few um, um, drafts, let's say that I was a bit hesitant of, of, of putting it online in the CCA group. You know, you, you're like, am I good enough? Am I not good enough? But in the end, you have to kind of do it also to get better because there's so many smart people in that group that can give you tons of, of valuable feedback on there. And then, you know, just, yeah, just do it in that sense. Mm-hmm. Put your ego aside, maybe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is hard to do. Fine. It is very hard to do. It is very hard to do. <laughs> hard to do. But if you follow the steps, it works. Like yeah. uh, it really works. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, I'm, I was super, super happy as well. Like you really, like I remember, I think you guys made like a three part interview podcast oh, yeah. series. For, yeah, for interview. I think, yeah. I, yeah, exactly that one. I listened to that one like a million times, I guess. And it really, really, really got me through a few, a few moments there. Yeah. So if, if people are listening and they are looking for interviewing or whatever, please go back and listen to those. That's great. <laughs> I could hear they were helpful. Yeah. Yeah. You're skewing our podcast statistics. That why the, <laughs> those yeah. episodes are Sorry. doing so well. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm kidding. So Stefan, if someone is listening to this and they're thinking, um, he's so smart, he's a great copywriter. Can I hire him to write copy for me? Um, where can people find you? 
Um, yeah, uh, well, I, I don't know if they really think I'm that smart, to be honest, but um, um, you can find me online on my website, which is called somewrittenids.com. Um, uh, I have to admit that I haven't really updated my portfolio there in a bit. So I will work on that as well. Um, um, and for the rest on socials as well, but I'm not gonna, I, I think if I pronounce my name, um, people will be like, what? So, um, maybe, maybe we can, um, yeah, can like write it, it yeah. write it somewhere. Exactly. Or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We will put it in yeah. the show notes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's terrific. Well, Stefan, this has been so fantastic. Um, I know you're going to inspire a lot of students when they hear this. So thank you so much for being on the podcast, joining us today. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. A uh, real, real pleasure. And um, I hope, uh, hope I could inspire some of you uh, listening to this. Absolutely. Absolutely. The pleasure is ours. And so with that, we will catch everybody in the next episode. Like what you heard? Subscribe to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast so you never miss any copywriting tips, tools, or tactics. And if you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at freecopywritingtraining.com. We'll catch you in the next episode.